Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. BetOnline remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online website today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. That's not that. That's a different show. Sorry. How do I? How do I? How do I? And welcome into another episode of the yeah, Topic Thunder podcast. Back. Yeah, welcome. I'm back. your host, Dylan Huntinger. <laughs> At Thunder Chat. Bro, this is... <laughs> I'm I'm joined by two lovely gentlemen in the great state of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. Let me go let with me the first one. My, let me introduce my co-host, my compadre. Alejandro. <laughs> and then we have the one, the only, the bubbly Champagne, Champagne Jerry. Jerry. Oh, see, I haven't said the bubbly. Like I, I've, I've got to steal that one. Yeah, you're That's welcome. Nice. Yeah, just Venmo me a few bucks for that one. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hey, as you can tell, we're all here. Me, Jerry, Alex. We're here at the Top of Thunder podcast. That that is staying as our intro this time because that that was amazing. It roasted me. But, but it also showed how consistent I am and how effed up I am right now because I have no idea what I was supposed to say at the beginning of the podcast. Um, you know who else was effed up tonight, guys? The Oklahoma City Thunder uh, when they played the Sacramento Kings in the second game of the in-season tournament tonight. We lost 105-98. to We're going to talk about all the things that make us mad in a segment we like to call the single large item. We're not going so, to Vegas, uh, baby. Yeah, so single large item. Let's uh, I mean, let's just go ahead and get this out there because there was only one guy I could say that like played good the entire game, and it was Shea Gilbert Alexander, and it shouldn't be a surprise. Thirty-three points, seven rebounds, six assists, two steals, two blocks, like really locked in defensively in the third and fourth quarters. Whenever we was trying to like spark a comeback, trying to make anything happen, give give as much effort and energy as possible. Like he really put it all out there in the uh, at, at the end of the third, he missed a shot. He turned the ball over, and it turned mm-hmm. into a three point play because there's my Jang Foul Keegan Murray as he was dunking the basketball. When he came back in, he came back in with a vengeance, scored five straight buckets, didn't miss a single shot. And for whatever reason, we went away from him at the end of the game. Probably would have hit his next couple shots as well. But I mean, Shea has proven the past few games he is him. Like he's a force to be reckoned with. Doesn't matter if he's only getting six trips to the line, even though he's getting fouled every shot he freaking takes. Um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna put his best self out there. You know, no, no matter what uh, the flow of the game is dictating. So, um, guys, uh, I mean, let's go to Jerry because Jerry, I'm sorry we have you on here in such like tumultuous times because like we we've had a good time with the pod wait. Yeah. Uh, and you haven't been on in the entire regular season, and now you're joining us. But and we lost. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, and we fucking lost. Um, no, I I gotta just keep showing love to my Lou Bear. Um, that's his <laughs> pet name for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's still just you know burning the net up with his three point shooting recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, still just I don't, killing. I don't know if you've listened to the previous podcast, but I have carried on your legacy. Thank you. Uh, in the previous podcast, like, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I have I, I have told Lou that I love him and that I hope he has a good day in <laughs> oh, several no, podcasts. We hope okay. he's doing well. Yeah, you have to say he's, he's doing, doing well. well. Yeah. yeah, no, but he's he's just continued to impress uh, early in the season so far. His defense is what it is. 
Um, granted, tonight I think it looked a little choppy at times, but I'm going to really just chalk that up to really crappy Sabonis screens that he seems to get away with on DHOs. Um, or it's not even a DHO, it's just a HO because um, he just catches <laughs> it at the top of the key and mm-hmm. um, stands there, releases the ball, and just ass checks everybody. Um, so, but Lou has just been great so far. Um, he had a couple of boneheaded plays, but I think that the three point shooting and even, you know, what was it? The 26 game or it's 26 point game that he just put up a couple games ago. Super yeah, impressive. Yeah. And what, it, yeah. And it's just really encouraging as we, you know, we're this early in this season. Um, Cause usually those, those types of shots just continue to get better as the season goes. Cause you're playing in the flow of the game. You know, you got all those early season jitters out. Um, he's just looking real great right now. Real great. Yeah. I mean, and in terms of like tonight, like, you know, <clears throat> when in, in a night where our shot wasn't falling, lose was like, you know, he shot two or five from the field, which wasn't great, but two or three from the three point line, which, you know, continues his hot sh- streak from the three point line, 66% tonight. Um, also filled the stat sheet a little bit. Had eight points, six rebounds, two assists, three steals, and a block. Um, had five fouls, uh, so you know, got in a little foul trouble there. Actually, no, he wasn't foul trouble. I think he he got some of the fouls towards the end of the game. He did. He got two of them. The clock. Yeah, two yeah. Of them. So, so I mean, yeah, he 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 was stuffing the stash sheet. He was trying to make his impact known. But like, aside from Shea, like none of the starters, I, I feel like came out with. I, I, I feel like I, I can't even exi- like take Shea away from it because I think he was a culprit as well. Early in the first quarter, I think mm-hmm. the entire starting lineup was just playing lackadaisical. Like there was no effort. There was no purpose behind any of their movements, their passes, their shots, their defensive I mean, first rotations. Two, first two possessions were turnovers. And it was like yeah. sloppy turnovers. And the the whole yeah. first half was absolutely just deplorable from a you know half court offense feel, and we were forcing everything in transition, which was no good because they were getting back on defense. Yeah, and Shea was able to pick himself up out of it because you know he's an all Shea guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's able to catch a rhythm, you know, like you know the drop of the hat. But everybody else was unable to recover from that for the rest of the night. So. While, you know, I, I would say Lou Dort put together the more complete performance of everybody else in the starting lineup, but you know, it's just a testament to how bad this starting lineup was tonight. Like, everybody in the starting really, lineup was negative. That, that's really bad Lou slight there, and I don't agree with it whatsoever, okay? <laughs> don't slap my mans over here, all right? Love hey, you, Lou. I've, been, I've been hyping up your mans, so, you know, you're good. <laughs> well, you had to just try to knock them down. Thanks. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> Uh, Alex, yeah yeah alex let's go to you man what uh what's a single large item for you tonight um and man, it doesn't so, have to be good <laughs> no no it's it's not going to be good it's it's more of a question so mm-hmm. we played lindy waters the third 19 minutes mm. love lindy love that you know he's a product of osu he's a product of oklahoma you know he goes in there sometimes he tries hard I don't understand this Aaron Wiggins thing. Yeah. You know, you got a player out there that, you know, if, if, if every time we look at case and Wallace, we're like, Oh man, you know, he goes out there and he plays like a veteran and he's so young and blase, blase, blah. Why is Aaron Wiggins not given that same carte blanche? Whereas you say, Hey, this guy is a hooper. This guy's a basketball player. Every time he goes out there, he usually just makes the right play. He plays the right way. He knows his role. You know, he plays within within the scope of the offense. And he's a lot, he's a, you know, he's more talented. He's more skilled than is Lindy Waters the third. Lindy Waters the third, great story. Don't get me wrong. I doubt he's gonna have too much participation in a playoff game. I know he played some yeah. in the in the play-in games last year, but I think that was more out of necessity. Um, I think Aaron Wiggins is is more of a player that's going to play in the playoffs, and you know what? It, it's just weird. It's, you know, like I, I like to say that he's on the Kenrich plan, you know, where we know what he is, and eventually we're mm-hmm. going to give him like a three year, eighteen million dollar contract. Um, but I don't like that we don't play him consistently. 
Like it, it just doesn't make sense. Like a game like this where, you know, maybe you needed somebody to get out there and be a little bit more physical on their, on their guards, be a little bit more, more physical on somebody like Keegan Murray, somebody like, um, um, uh, not Dante DiVincenzo. What's the other white guy that Kevin fucking Kevin her. Oh uh, yeah. And then the, what's the Kishink? Sasha Vizinko. Sasha, the most broke ass shot in the NBA. Like, what the fuck is he doing whenever he's Sasha, great value, Dirk, not Dirk, great value, Luka Doncic. That shit looks terrible. But yeah, like, I just want to talk about that. Like, that's somebody having him out there instead of having Lindy out there, especially in the game where you're trying to come back, it doesn't make sense. And like, the whole. This has been going back since last year. The whole Aaron Wiggins thing is just like, hey, play for three games. Hey, sit for two. Hey, play for four. Hey, sit for an entire week or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if we're if we're trying to, like, we've we've built up a rotation where it's like consistently ten players. Like, it hasn't been like this huge thirteen player rotation that everybody thinks it's going to be. He's, you know, Dagnall's consistently played about ten to eleven players. Um, and Aaron Wiggins, for some reason, just gets left out of that. So I was just, you know, that's just something that in a game like this, where it was frustrating, where it was, you know, inconsistent throughout the entire rotation, um, it just would have been nice to see somebody like that, that for the most part goes out there and you know what you're going to get from him and you know that he's going to be pretty consistent. So I, my theory on that is, you know, he's two way. All right. What do you mean? Isn't he is is he off the two way this year? No, nah, he's on two way. Okay, Lindy. Lindy you talk about Lindy? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Lindy being on the two way, to me, it makes like the only theory that I have about this is, hey, you got to burn up some of those games and get some run in, just to what if you got to call him up? You know what I mean? What if you got to fully guarantee him? You know, praying that there's no injuries, but you know, you need that. And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever tonight. Like. That's just my only thing that I can think of is like, hey, you only get so many games to suit out. You're suited up. I could throw you in there with this lineup tonight. You know what yeah. I mean? And and the other part of that, too, because it's kind of a two-piecer, I don't think Mark gives a shit about the in-season tournament. Right. No. Whereas everybody else is kind of hyping it up. And and some of these, you know, some of these teams are going to be a bunch of sweats um, for you Fortnite players out there. Um, and just I have no idea what that means. Pretty much yeah. you just try to get kills. You know yeah. what I mean? You uh-huh. just try to, you just try to, you don't care about wins. You just want the kills. And that's what I'm going to count the end season tournament as it's, it's like Fortnite. You're just trying to go get kills. It means nothing in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't help you one way or another. doesn't help your conference get, you know, uh, home court advantage during the finals. It's, it's irrelevant. So I think it's just kind of those two things mixed or like the only thing that I can think of as to why he did that tonight. But I think I think like two way players are more of like like the only two way player that we're really developing is is Keontae. That's it. Yeah. You know, I think Lindy, we know what we have with him. I think same thing with Olivier. Um, but I but the thing is you can't two way players aren't gonna play in the playoffs. They can't. You know, they're they're left off the roster um after the regular season. Um and so, you know, I don't know. Like I I, I don't like I Honestly, I would much rather have Keontae out there. I know, you know, you know, I know the, the G League season started and he's, you know, he's playing with the G League right now. But those Lindy minutes, give them to Keontae. I, I'm I'm not mm-hmm. disagreeing with you in it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to give some sort of method to Mark's madness tonight. Cause yeah, it was it was stupid frustrating. It was stupid frustrating. Not even Wiggins, just give me something else. Give me like, there was a stretch. He kept him out, he kept Lindy out there for 10 minutes. Well, my big thing, like since we're talking, you know, about lineups and just weird minutes and I'm sorry, Dylan, but Jang needs to just go to hell for a little bit. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, No, no, but he, he just, he needs to, to go watch a lot of damn film and pay attention to what he's doing because um, a lot, whenever he was in the game tonight, a lot of the bad rotation started with him. Um, because he, he made the wrong, you know, initial move, uh, off, you know, the action. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm over the Jang experiment right now. I'm sell Jang by Poku. Let's do it. All right. No. 
I knew I was going to get a reaction out of you guys. Negative that. Emotion. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, it was just, I'm just tired of seeing Jang minutes right now. Um, I just don't think that they're fruitful. I think that he needs this whole other season before we really see something out of him. Well, I mean, uh, those, those Jang minutes are probably Ken Rich Williams minutes. I would hope so. If he's but, available. But if you look at it last season, it wasn't. You know. See, I honestly think that like the Jane minutes are like a night to night thing. Like he's he's part of the rotation in principle. Like he's gonna throw him out there in like the first like rotation, and he's gonna see what he's got. Like, are you locked in defensively? Are you making the right rotations? Are you making the right reads? Is your shot falling? Are you in rhythm? And if he is, cool. You'll you'll play a little bit more the, tonight. If not, okay, you're gonna get a quick hook, and we're not gonna see you the rest of the night. And I feel like that was the case today. I feel like it's been the case in a couple games, but, you know, there were some games early on where Jane played some really good minutes, both both defensively and offensively. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree. Like, you know, I'm I'm cool if he goes to the blue just because, like, there are other players on this roster, like an Aaron Wiggins, uh, like a Vasilya Misic, that, you know, haven't been getting opportunities to play that I would like to see. You know, I think that, you know, we should get a look of them with this roster, like, you know, with these expectations that we have. But I I think our issues are much deeper than – or not even much deeper. Like, it, it's easier to find our issues than as deep as Usman Jang is on the roster. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it's just one of those things where, just to the point, the lineups are freaking weird, um, and I'm over it. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about that. So, I mean, you know, we we talked a lot about Wendy Waters playing basically. I think it said nineteen, 19 on the ESPN yeah, app. It is. I think it was like if you. I think it rounds up to twenty. But um, so I mean, he was out there a lot. But Mark made a decision in the fourth quarter after the after the third quarter. Um, I think it was all the starters and Wendy out there um, in place of Shea. And they just didn't have it. Like at that point, I think it was like a, I think it was a five point lead because yeah, Dort just hit yeah, a three at the yeah. end of the third quarter. So it was a five point lead, Kings, and that ballooned into a fifteen point lead before you could even blink. And Mark called a timeout, put Shea in, put Kaysen in, put Jalen Williams in, put Isaiah Joe in, kept Wendy in, and he ran that lineup for I kid you not, probably six minutes, and mm-hmm. you know. It, it, it was kind of like an ebb and flow. Like, you know, they, they cut it to like five points and then, you know, they fumble defensively and they it'd be back to like 11 points. So it didn't fully not work, but it, it got to the point where they, you know, they did their job. Like they cut the lead to like six, five points and prompted the Kings to call a timeout. I think it was on Isaiah Joe three-pointer. Yeah. And like, that's all you can ask for from bench guys to like, you know, sway the momentum. But after the timeout, Mark sent that exact same lineup back out there. And, you know, usually that's a time where you would send your starters back out there to, you know, take that momentum and close the game and slam the door shut. But he sent that lineup back out there, and we was already kind of playing with house money with the production that they was able to give us, you know, caught some lucky breaks, and, you know, some guys got hot. But that's that's my biggest pet peeve with the loss tonight. It just felt like – you know, there was so many opportunities, and I feel like that's the biggest one because when the starters came back in, to their credit, like immediately, Giddy, pass, cutting to Jalen Williams, bucket. Chet to the lane, bucket. And then and, three turnovers. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, it happened. You no, know, what happened was <laughs> Shea hit a bucket, he hit another bucket, and then it got to that point where Giddy took that shot in the corner, which we'll talk about that in a second, but – after that, the offense went disjointed again. That was when, you know, Chet did the turnover on a cutting Jalen Williams. Uh, that was when I, I think Casey missed a three. Else. Yeah. Casey wasn't in at that point. No, no, no. It was whenever. Yeah, that was uh, earlier on. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think Chet had a turnover or something like it that. It was. It was bad dribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then the next play, you know, Jalen got way up, but at that point, like, you know, it was, it was kind of out of reach at that point. But, yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, they had that fire. You know, like they was ready to make up for their mistakes. And you had that point where that, you know, special lineup 
cut the lead so much that I feel like you could have threw your starters in there after the timeout and they could have got the job done. I, I think that that was bigger. Uh, that move was a bigger move than just uh, that lineup keeping it close, right? Um, I think that that was a teaching moment from Mark. You know, do I know exactly what it is? No, but, I, you know, my, my kind of hunch is it's like, hey, y'all, I could throw any other four guys out there with Shea and we can hang. Get your shit together. All right. Cause that's kind of how it that. felt. You know, like I've seen, I've seen that with great coaches. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of, you kind of pop did it all the time where he would just mm-hmm. pull a guy and sit him for long stretches and be like, no, watch. Bill yeah. Jackson. Yeah. You, you can be replaced. All right. Like you know, we can still hang in this game. And I think that that's what the teaching moment out of that was. For as bizarre and crazy <laughs> for us fans, you know, and just infuriating it was. Um, I think that this game kind of early in the season, if you're going to do something like that, um, this was the game to do it. Uh, and and I think it needed to be done because last game, I'll be honest with you, I th- think we won by a fluke. Um, like we just the played. Game? Yeah, yeah. We've just played phenomenal, like perfect, you know. <sighs> that's not going to happen every single game. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, the game before that dumb boneheaded mistakes, you know, no help rotating over, you know, whenever Steph scored that layup um, or it was late to get there. Let's just say that. So I think that if you're going to teach it, you do it now because you can always get the locker room back a lot quicker now um, and, you know, go play the rest of your 82 that you got versus doing that later on down the season and uh it blowing up in your face as a coach so that's my theory on that dylan yeah man. I, I i understand it i just like i i think that there's a point that you come to to where like just competitive edge takes over and you're like okay well like i think they've learned their lesson like they've sat out for you know six seven minutes at this point and, you know, they've cut it to five and we have a chance to win this game. And I, I'm, I'm not even talking about being like in season tournament. I'm just I'm not even talking about being a regular season game in the NBA. I'm talking about like just competitive edge. You have a chance to win. You take it. That's that's just kind of my thinking. But I, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, something I wanted to talk about, guys. So I touched on Josh Giddy's three pointer in the corner. And I, I do want to say so I tweeted out at one point in the game it was after the opening turnover where he threw it just completely airmailed chet and the on the first play of the game and it was it was like two or three minutes past that where he kind of drove in and tried to like whip it to chet as he was coming to the rim and like just completely missed him and like went over his head out of bounds and i, I tweeted out if three can't pass dot 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 frowny face because you know, I, as I said in the last podcast, I'm not giving up on Josh Giddy. I think he's got better days ahead of him. I was saying for the purpose of this game, in which he hadn't scored at that point yet, and he had already had two turnovers passing, I was like, all right, if he's, you know, if he can't even pass this game, we probably need to pull him, you know, get somebody else out there just, you know, just for a little bit, you know, kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not give him a lesson, but send him a message, you know, just like the guys waiting in the game. And, you know, people attacked me for it. Everybody's like, oh, you're turning on one of those goodie heads, blah, blah, blah. And as I said on Twitter, I thought Gid had some really good drives in this game. Like that right hand, like the right hand finish, like that's money. That's Straight money. Straight line right drives, now. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been great at that. And, you know, he's been great at finishing over smaller defenders. He's been doing great at that. And he played a good game for all intents and purposes today. But late in the game, man – the decision to take that corner three and like, I can't even call it an open corner three. Like it was open for a split second, but he had two guys close in on him. And I, I get, we want him to, you know, take those three point shots. I get that we want him to develop as a three point shooter, but as a guy that is kind of lauded for his decision-making, I mean, like just flip it back to Lou at that point. And, like, a couple games before, flip it back to Shea. Like, you know, they hard closed out on you. Like, flip it over to to Lou. Flip it over to Shea real fast. Like, I would rather those guys take that shot at that point. 
Yeah, because uh, you know, it was it, it, it's it's hard to watch him struggle out there because I know that mm-hmm. when he has those straight line drives, you know, it, it looks good. He had a couple, you know, even even like little teardrops that that he made this game. You know, where I I could say, okay, maybe you know he's getting his his flow back a little bit. You know, he's he's getting his groove back a little bit after these last two games where he struggled. Um, but defenses are starting to know, man. This guy is he's a little bit frazzled right now from the three point line. He has not hit a three pointer in a while. Um, and especially late in the game, um, if you are getting consistently cooked defensively and you're not hitting three pointers, you're not hitting your shots, you're a liability out there. And so we've kind of started to see Mark go, I'm, I'm gonna put Queso in, you know, instead of leaving Josh out there, which sucks. I mean, it does suck because. Mm-hmm. You know, M- the NBA is such a confidence game. You have to have your confidence. You have to have your your swag about you. And if you don't have that, it, it's very difficult, um, especially when the offense itself is not necessarily tailored to what you are probably best at doing, which is being a floor general, you know, which is being a tall floor general out there and and finding, you know, open shooters, open players, this is and that. You know, the, this offense is such, is such quick hitting like we ain't got time for you to be, you know, backing people down and deciding stuff and and doing all this. And so it is rough to see him struggle. I totally still believe in Josh. I still I still mm-hmm. think that there's a place within this offense for him and there's a place on this team for him, especially as a as a starter. Um but you you do kind of start to see maybe the, you know, the cracks in the foundation as far as like, you know, this team is moving in a different direction than maybe what Josh can offer him. Josh may be better on another team type thing. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. And, and, and it just could be prisoner of the moment type thing where, you know, the last couple of days, you know, games he struggled and, and I'm just like, uh, I don't see the, but this happened last year, you know, the beginning of the season, he was struggling big time and he had a great finish to the season. So. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of it though, just as fans, um, I think a lot of it, we we all carry these expectations over from FIBA, right? In the way that he played in FIBA and, and from the previous season, like well, like, and, okay, and, and yeah, and I mean, he made yeah. that jump. Okay, he's gonna make another jump. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's you said it right. You know, it's a game of confidence, and you know something's not all there right now. Um, don't know what it is, but you know, I was I, I've seen all the tweets that you guys are talking about and he's definitely needed on this team when we run our fucking offense. Um, like when we actually run it, uh, he, he fits very, very well. Um, decision-making usually is better. Um, I think on that shot that you were talking about, I think he was, he probably thought he was more open than what he was or he wouldn't have taken that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I have, a question. And, I have a question. Go ahead. What do you mean by when we run our offense? So early, right? We're only what nine games in, eight games in, nine games in now. Nine games, yeah. So at our most successful, um, it's not a uh, let's run Shea off of a couple screens, see if he gets open, and if he doesn't, we're just going to scramble, right? Like there's more to it. Um, or the other piece of it is like what happened tonight. We didn't start off hot, right? We actually try to get out and have a lot of motion early in the game and we didn't start out hot at all. Um, I mean, we were down 11 pretty quickly. I think we stayed at five points for a while. Right. Um, so I, I think that at his best, he's able to kind of be that guy that, um, can get everything settled. And whenever we do have to scramble, he makes a lot of right decisions, um, you know, outside of that. So, and just the inbounding, I mean, he's worth his weight in gold and inbound plays, um, which is silly, but those inbound plays stack up in a game, um, especially when you score on them. So, um, yeah, I, I totally agree. He's struggling. I mean, he's, (laughs) I don't think it's a secret. The stats are, they don't lie. I mean, he's shooting 23 and a half percent from three down rebounds this year, down on assist this year already. Um, 
It's actually that high. I didn't. I didn't know it was twenty three and a half. I thought twenty three. Well, you got to remember the first couple of games of the season. He actually shot fairly well, um, mm. and it's just fell off a cliff the last probably six games. Yeah, he's made four threes all year. Yeah, and I think most of those were like in game one or two. He made two in game one. He made one in game three and one in game five. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. So you you know yeah, one, one thing one thing that I feel about Josh is this team has not been able to rest or practice. Like this team has le- literally been playing every other day. I know it hasn't been back to back, but they've been playing every other day. And sometimes just having like a two or three day break where you can actually run practice, where you can actually, you know, maybe have time to, you know, stay after practice, maybe shoot, get your rhythm back, things like that. Um, and I, I honestly don't know when that break is, um, but it, it just seems like we've been playing so many games, you know, type, you know, every other day type thing. I know we had that two day break after the golden state game yeah, uh, where, where it was a Friday and then we didn't play again until Monday. Um, but for the most part, for the rest of the season, you know, it's been literally playing every other day. So we play tomorrow. We have a two game or a two day break between now on the 14th. Yeah, but so. we play we play Phoenix tomorrow. Yeah, we play Phoenix tomorrow and then we have Sunday Monday off. I mean Sunday, we play Phoenix. I know I know tomorrow is is I was very confused. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Today oh, is Saturday. Crap. Today yeah, is Saturday is. just because it's after 12. It's technically Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday now. for me too. Yeah, and yeah. Google actually updates. So sorry about that. I was like, no. So Sunday we play yeah. Phoenix. Never and mind. Tuesday we play San Antonio. So like, you know, once again, every yeah. other day it We're pretty much is. I mean, yeah. in the next six or the next, we play six in the next 11 days. Yeah. So we yeah. play the Warriors at Golden State on a Thursday, and then we don't play them again till Saturday. I mean, that's still in every other day. I'm trying Our to next find, two day okay. break is, is the 20th and 21st. We're off 20, 20 and 21. And then we have playing, a two, three day breaks. Yeah. Back yeah. to our, well, two day, a three, two threes and a two day break in between that. December actually looks, a hell of a lot better for us. Well, you got to remember that December is missing two games because they the the whole inter in season tournament they have to once once they get all the rankings for the sure. teams in the in season tournament they have to add a game or two mm. games in there. Yeah, yeah, or a game something like that. Well, still that's not bad. I still don't fully understand the in season tournament. <laughs> um, fellas, let's uh, let I mean, it's not fair to pile on Josh Giddy. Um, you know, as people have been doing on Twitter. Um, so let's talk about some other people that struggled today. Uh, a guy that I think a lot of people are going to be a lot more forgiving towards, but is only six months younger than Josh Giddy. Actually, five months younger than Josh Giddy. That's uh, Chet Holmgren. Yeah. Who he's... I, I think this was more his welcome to the NBA moment than the game against Denver against Jokic because – even though Jokic was giving it to him on the defensive end, Chet was giving it right back to him on the other end. And, yeah. you know, had that game been closer, Chet could have had a really good game. Tonight, Sabonis was giving it to him on defense, and Chet wasn't doing much on the other end at all. Uh, 12.7 assists, one ass- or seven rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, four turnovers, yeah. five of 12 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3. Like, it, it was a rough game. It wasn't working today. It wasn't working today. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's going to happen every so often with a rookie. So I'm not like too concerned about it. Um, mm-hmm. And credit to the Kings, though. Like anytime he got the ball, they were ready for him. I mean, Herter picked him clean on that one. Like he, he, mm-hmm. Ke- Kevin watches tape. Let's just say that. Um, but they, yeah, he just had a rough game. I think that Sabonis is a very tough guard in the NBA. Very physical. Uh, yeah, well, and just he's he's so technical about everything he does. Granted, he gets away with like a million moving screens every single game, but um, the dude passes on a rope. He makes the right decisions with the ball like 99% of the time. Um, and defensively, like you said, he's super physical. And when the Kings collapse on him, plus that physicality, it was gonna be it was gonna be a rough night, and they made sure to go kind of straight at him and and make sure to pump fake him, um, and that's something Chet's gonna just have to start learning. You know, don't don't jump 
immediately. Don't make that your first move every yeah. single time. Um, cause those teams know you want to block shots. They know you do. Um, and they're going to, you know, kind of take advantage of you. And I think that's what kind of had him off tonight. Cause I think he caught two early fouls. Uh, mm-hmm. he he was at the game. He's at the game early. Yeah. So, um, that's a rhythm thing too. You know, and, you and, just yeah. throw you off your rhythm completely yeah. from the beginning and, of the game. So I, th- I, th- and that's part of being a rookie man, you know what I mean? And having that resilience and understanding on how to come back from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'll, he'll figure it out. Right. I just don't think tonight was a night, you know, the whole team team didn't either, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Chet's going to be okay. I think oh, he'll, yeah. he'll be, he'll be perfectly yeah. fine. He's gonna be. Here, here's the thing with Sabonis. I think every time Sabonis plays the Thunder, there's an extra little, you know, fu incentive in there for him. You know, where, you know, they they drafted him and they let him go after the first year. Which, hey, you got Paul George. It's understandable. But at the same time, you know, for for a player, especially for a player, you know, after his rookie season, he gets traded. You know, it, you may feel some way. And so, you know, as he's gotten a lot better in this league, as he's you know progressed, I'm pretty sure you know anytime he looks on the schedule and he sees OKC. He circles it and he goes, okay, let's see. Cause I think he's had, I think I, he's I averaging a triple double against exactly us. like the last four games he played against uh, OKC. It's been a triple double. That's um, disgusting. Yeah, he had one tonight too. Yeah. Uh, 17, yeah. 13, 13. Huge one. Yeah. 17, yeah. 13, and 13. Like, uh, and it goes to my point. The dude is not a great, that's not a dream on triple double. Yeah. That's no. a, <laughs> a FU triple double. I wonder if Sabonis, like, he should like walk up to Sam Presti and just whisper in his ear, playoff P. Um, <laughs> hey, we, we got Shay, so I'll exactly. take that. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, the road it worked like, out, but yeah, the impressive could be like SGA and yeah. you know, 12 picks basically. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wonder though, like, how does this game go for Chet and in turn the Oklahoma City Thunder if Josh Giddy connects on Chet on that opening bucket? Like, settles down, gets in rhythm immediately. Gets a nice dunk, like quiets the crowd down after, like you know they're you know jacked up for this in-season tournament game. Like, yeah, I mean it's probably inconsequential, but like, I don't think it was. Yeah, no, I think the Kings they were flying on every possession tonight. They were really trying really hard um, on defense. Yeah, and look, I put this I put this in my preview, and I, I say this every time we play the Kings in Sacramento. Sacramento's arena, whether it's Arco, whether it's Golden One, whatever it is, it's always been a little house of horrors for the Thunder. Oh yeah! Like every time they go in there, something janky happens. You know, the 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 Kings could be having like a rebuilding season, but this is their one game. Like I remember one season, this was their only one game on national TV, and they were a rebuilding team, and they killed us. They completely dominated us, and we were, you know, we were. This is like 2015, 2016 perennial playoff you know team type stuff and it you know it's just sacramento for some reason it's always been a little house of horrors for the thunder yeah we haven't beaten the sacramento Kings since november of 2021 yeah i knew it's been a while because i was excited that we actually did because it'd been a while before that too no, just that you go into the game and no deer and fox you're like okay you know they're floor they're, feeling they're good floor, about it yeah they're floor Let's generals out a bit. yeah they're you know as far as the Kings, as far as what you saw last season, them being this great offense, it's being this great transition offense, fast pace. They haven't been that at all. You know, they I think I wrote down that last season they were 12th in pace. This season they're 30th, you know, because of mm-hmm. the four to five games that De'Aaron has, has missed. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I was feeling good about this game and <laughs> we laid an egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Uh, the last person that we got to kind of talk about in the start lineup, um, Jalen Williams, who started off hot. Like, I think he had six quick points, ended the game 14 points, had six of 14 shooting, 0 of 3 from deep, five rebounds, one assist, one steal, three turnovers. Um, guys, I know he's just a second-year player, but – Overreact with me here for a second. Let's trade him. Yeah, I know. Let's trade him. No, 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 no. no. Let's not trade oh, him. Let's not trade him. But Jalen Brown. Did we blow too much smoke up Jalen Williams' butt last year? I, I think he deserved the smoke that he got. I mean, like he was second. You know, he was yeah. second in the Rookie of the Year voting. He, mm-hmm. you know, he came in second second half of the year, and he was almost like a twenty point score in the second half of the year. Like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I just think. 
this offense is different than last year. Like he, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Chet is demanding, not necessarily demanding, you know, personally, but from his play, he's demanding so much more touches and so much more. And so again, rhythm wise, you have less touches. You have to produce more on less touches. And so that can kind of start to kind of, you know, nitpick at your confidence and nitpick at, you know, oh man, you know, if if I would get three, you know, three to five more, more attempts, I would probably be averaging a little bit more than what I'm averaging now type stuff. You know, it's just natural, man. See, Yeah. yeah, I, I think that teams have a lot of tape on them now. Because um, mm-hmm. if you look this year, there is a lot more preparation for him than what there was last year. Like he would, you know, cross up a guy, do that spin, and everybody would be like, what the, where did that even come from? Yeah. Teams are waiting on that right now. Um, same thing with Chet and a few of his moves. Um, teams are waiting on it. So they're going to have to adjust and figure out, you know, the counterplay to that um, so they can still be efficient. But he still shot six for 14, you know, game before. I think he shot pretty well too, um, from a percentage perspective. Um, if I'm remembering right, I could be wrong. It could have been the game. I will that. <laughs> yeah, but Just for argument's sake. Yeah, but he, I, I, Alex said it right. He deserved all that smoke. Um, yes. He's smoked that butt. Yeah, he's definitely going to be okay. I'm not, and, and that's the thing is it. I'm more disappointed that we lost tonight, but I'm not like, oh my God, let's burn it all down. You know, the Warriors game, that one felt really crappy just because I thought we should have won that game or at least went to OT um, instead of giving that mm-hmm. layup up. But um, I don't know. I think that that it's still early. Like, it's nine games in. Um, if we're having these same problems, like, come the end of December, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to want to jump off a bridge so i mean uh, and, and look here's the thing like we talk about Jalen, you know we talk about the guess how much bancaro is averaging this year i don't even know he's averaging he 18 to... like That's he's averaging it, yeah. 18 like you would think that he you know as far as his progression you would think okay orlando's doing a lot better this year He's probably averaging like 23, 24, 25 points, something like that. He's at 18. Yeah. You know, so it it there's there may be a regression with development. Like it's, you know, like like the Thunder have always harped it. It's it isn't linear linear. You know, development is not linear. You you can sometimes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, take five steps forward and then take three steps back. And then it looks like, oh my God, they're regressing so much. And it's not that, it's just, you know, Jalen probably has to get used to a different style of play with Chet out there. And that's fine. This is going to be a season where we're going to win, but we're also going to develop this team. And so in developing this team, it may look like struggles. It may look like frustration and it is, um, but we're going to be a lot better in next year and the year after that, because of what we do this year. Um, So, yeah. And, and, is it just me? Have you noticed J Dub maybe complaining a little bit too much to the refs lately? I think it's season? warranted, though. I think it's. I think so too. I, but I think a lot of them are. Warranted. The whole team needs. Yeah, to. I was, and that's exactly what I was about to say, Dylan. Like it, I, and Dolan would like argue with me about this, and I wish he was here right now to argue with me about this. But the refs are refing us completely different this season mm-hmm. early. Um, while on, we're still playing the same way, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and with with well, especially Shay, you know, that Shay has more drives that. at this point this year than he did last year, and he's got like not even half the calls. Yep, yep. But mm-hmm. it's not even it's not even him. You know, on defense, we get hit for some you know tip for tat stuff, while other teams can play play really physical mm-hmm. on us. Um, there's been a few games like that. The Warriors tonight. It felt like it felt like we were fouling every two plays. Um, I know that's not what happened, but it just felt that way. Um, so I think that, uh, yeah, it's just part of part of the burns of being young, um, and we're just gonna have to get through it. That's it. Here, here's the beautiful thing: this loss stinks, 
because we expected us to win. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. progression. That's progression in my book. Yeah. yeah. So. And I think that's what a lot of us have this year. And that's why like Twitter's on fire is just mm-hmm. because we're taking all this momentum out of FIBA and just the hype that season. we well, and as I was say, and just the hype of the ending last season, plus adding Chet back, plus you know drafting all the Queso, additions, yeah. Like there, there is a lot, and there still is a lot to be excited about. And mm-hmm. it, it's early, guys. Don't don't fret too much. Expectations, baby. They they're they're a killjoy, but they're great to have. Yeah, yeah, and it it will be okay. <laughs> we'll be okay. Yeah, that that'll be that'll be a fun segment to do in the future. I'm just gonna. I'm going to call it overreact with me. I'm going to throw out something and I'm going to just popcorn somebody and be like, are you going to overreact with me or not? And then state your case. Nice. Uh, All right. Last two things I want to talk about. Uh, The two bright spots off the bench, they were Jalen Williams and Wendy Waters was out there in that lineup that like, you know, Cito came back in the fourth, but it was Shea, Isaiah Joe and Case and Wallace. That was the comeback. Uh, Casey Wallace uh, had eight points, three rebounds, two assists, um, one block. Okay, I was about to say that he not get credit with the block. Three seven from the field, two of five from deep, good for forty percent from three. Uh, I still think that he'll be near the top in terms of three point shooting uh, amongst the league after this game. Um, there was a there was a sequence for Casey Wallace that I wanted to talk about, in which he um, missed the three pointer. Blocked the bonus, um, came back down. Shea hit him for three pointer in the exact same spot. Yep. And he knocked it down. Short term memory, like getting after it on both ends. Like that's Case and Wallace. And quick little plug wrote my first piece for Thunder's Intentions about Case and Wallace called Case and Wallace Impact. Just talks about how, you know, no matter what he does on offense, no matter what he does on defense, the thing that he provides the Thunder that provides the most value is just his impact. And he had his fingerprints all over this game, just like he has, you know, every other game this season. And that's, that's very powerful for a rookie playing in his ninth NBA game, leading in minutes played off of the bench, uh, having almost as many minutes as Dort and Josh Giddy. So uh, Case Wallace continues to take every challenge that he has that Mark, you know, sets him up with. He takes it and he runs with it and, I feel like he's past the flying colors thus far. Uh, and then yeah, what, go ahead. I'd say, so, you know, I was a queso like quote unquote hater. I wasn't a hater, but yeah, you know, you just hated he went to Kentucky. No, 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 no. I just wanted something else. Um, mm. But yeah, this kid's really impressed me. He's like, uh, I think it was you that made the comp. Uh, whenever we were on here one time and you're just like, you know, I think Queso is Dort, but just a little bit further ahead um, as far as like the offensive game goes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he kind of is um, just a shot and everything is already there. Super confident kid. Um, he's a dog on defense. He plays a lot bigger than what he is. Um, yeah. I've, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, Case and Wallace. Yeah, and then the other guy we got to talk about, Isaiah Joe, uh, came in off the bench and shooters gonna shoot three. Man. Yeah, went zero for three just <laughs> immediately. <laughs> hey, but he hit his next. Uh, I think no, he hit he, two of his next three after that. Yeah, he did. He did. I was really happy about it. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, credit Isaiah Joe. I mean, not only did he knock down those threes, but Thought he played some pretty good defense, uh, you know, in that like comeback effort in the fourth quarter. Um, he wasn't the reason that we was getting scored on. Um, so yeah, shout out Isaiah Joe and Case Wallace. I think that they've become a nice one-two punch tandem off of the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, have for both of those guys to be able to knock the ball down from three. Uh, one, you know, really good defense. The other one, a capable defender, and both guys able to put the ball on the floor, make good decisions. Uh, yeah, I I really like that tandem off of the bench, and I think that when we get Kendrick Williams back, having a bench rotation like a playoff bench rotation of Casey Wallace, Isaiah Joe, Aaron Wiggins, Kendrick Williams, Jalen Williams, who I think that's gonna be great. You say Aaron Wiggins? Yeah, that guy. He plays for us. 
contrary to popular belief. Yeah. So Dylan, man, I had some, I had people did, in my mentions like, why is Lindy in instead of Trey? Man, I'm like, Ooh. oh, what? gosh, that's not a good take right there. So, uh, I just got to say, you just named that lineup off, and my heart fluttered a little bit. Like, mm. that just yeah. got me a little excited. Is that, is that's that what the kids, that what the kids call it nowadays? The heart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> yeah, it wants what it wants. No, I, I, I love that lineup. I loved it mm-hmm. whenever we played it last year or, you know, a variation of it. Um, yeah, I was about to say, KFC wasn't here last year. Yeah, you know, but I, I love that lineup because they just – they play ball the way that the first team should play it sometimes. Um just hopefully not more this season what the, than what they did last season. Isn't that always the case, though? Isn't that, like, they always remember last like, year they brought we us have back. Eric Maynard out there. Like, oh yeah, Let's you go. remember that? Or, uh, Eric Maynard, coach, for coach, coach Eric Maynard. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah. I'd say you better put the coach in front of it. Put respect on his name. All right, boys. Well, it does not get easier for the Thunder. Uh, three out of our next four games, actually, four out of our next five games are on the road. Um, we can we'll, we'll talk about our next four. Um, just do a quick little prediction segment, uh, you know, to go to end this podcast here. So we've got at Phoenix on Sunday. Then we come back to OKC for a quick cup of coffee, playing Victor Wembanyama and the San Antonio Spurs, also part of that game. season tournament. Cannot wait. Oh, enjoy. Enjoy the freak show. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Then we've got a back to, or not a back to back, back to back in terms of opponents. Thursday at Golden State, we stay there for some reason and play Golden State at Golden State again on Saturday. Um, those four games, Jerry, what is your record prediction? Oh, God. We probably go two and two this stretch. Yep. If we go two and two this stretch, I'd I'd feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I think I think the we're gonna get the Warriors probably that first one, and they're gonna beat us the second one. And then I'm hoping we beat the Spurs because they don't, you know, the hype's there, but they ain't ready. They still got some issues to work out for sure. Yeah, yeah. they ain't ready either. I'm gonna say one and three. Oh no, Alex! I'm literally <laughs> one game off of you guys, like. Yeah, <laughs> gloom and doom, Alex. Gloom and doom. That's that's a lot, Alex. You just went over. Like, oh, like. Call your oh. shot. If you're just saying we win one, who who are you saying we win against? San Antonio. Mm. I, I think I think, you know, we won our first two games on the road. You know, Cleveland, Chicago. Uh, I I think young teams have to learn how to win on the road, and unfortunately, we have a freaking gauntlet coming up. Yeah. You know, we, we just had Sacramento. We're going to have Phoenix and we're going to have two in Golden State. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we can kind of hope for is maybe like Golden State rests some people one of those games. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see us going one and four or yeah, one and four. So I hate these one and three freaking West Coast trips. This mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's. Be it's brutal, man. Yeah. Like going into December, like so. After that, we got at Portland, and we got Chicago at home, Sixers at home, at Minnesota, Lakers at home, at Mavericks, Utah Jazz at home, at Kings, at Nuggets. Then we got yeah. five game homestand of Grizzlies, and I think that might be nope. it'll be the game before. Not... Yeah, it'll be ah, game okay. best guest game twenty five, I think, and then they get oh, back okay, like okay. that. Gotcha. So we got Grizzlies at home, Clippers at home, Lakers at home, Timberwolves at home, Knicks at home. Like those are four tough games. Back to Denver, back home to play the Nets and the Celtics. And yeah, that I mean that that wraps up the new year. We play the Celtics on January second. Like it's it's gonna be a tough start to the season. Well, I think we we all kind of should have figured that. I mean, I was kind of a already assuming like hey we're gonna look really bad that first half because when you talk about cakewalks that second half oh we got a lot of spots on the circle it's uh, gonna be like the the boston celtics uh, that one year they were like 
the 10 seed going into the new year and then they finish the year as a one seed or two yeah. seed. Yeah, like it's it's gonna happen. I mean, I like we, play all, we, we play all the Eastern Conference teams in the second half, basically. Yeah, essentially. Well, that's what they were like, oh, we're gonna try to keep them all close together now, you know, just for traveling purposes. Um so yeah, that's I guess that's what we get to expect. Long home stretches, even longer road stretches. Or at least it yeah. feels like it. Well, after that, we've got a four-game road trip. Hawks, Nets, Wizards, Heat. Are we going we over the whole schedule? The home. I no, I was just getting to this <laughs> point right here on January thirteenth. Oh my! Oh He's yeah, delirious. we played the Orlando Magic Great segue. at home. <laughs> that is uh, the longest like play out that I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't plan for it. I was like, I'm gonna talk about this. I'm like, hmm, I wonder how many games are there. And I was like, ah, oh, it's just five. They won't care get to pick four Alex like how long must he keep doing this <laughs> no, uh, <just> <laughs> why does he keep getting away with this oh gosh topic thunder fan event second annual top thunder fan event january 13th against the orlando magic that's gonna be i'm fun. stoked guys like i i can't believe like we're we're literally we're two months away like it, it blows my mind i didn't realize it was like coming that fast but yeah, I mean, neither did Chief. Okay, <laughs> we still got tickets available, so definitely want to jump on that and you know, get your tickets. We've got low arena package. We've got three kids. <laughs> we've got multiple upper arena packages. Uh, at the end of the game, come down to the core. We're going to take the group picture. We're going to have a half court shot for your chance at lower level seats to a future Thunder game. And uh, before the game, meet up at the parlor. Great food, great company. We had an awesome time last time before the game, so that's going to be fun. I'm bringing two of my friends. Cone is bringing Papa Cone, the infamous Papa Cone, and his brother Ninja Band. Famous, Ryan is going to be famous there. Papa The dad Cone. I wish I had. The dad I wish <laughs> yeah. I had. Papa Cone is a legend among men, that's for sure. Um, I think uh, Tierney's going to have some siblings there, too. Moles is going to be coming in. And, of course, Alex and Jerry will be there. Like, we a full um, gamut I, of the I, unit and their uh, and their guests. Oh, Andre yeah, and Nina. I'm sorry. No, I I don't know if we're gonna make it. I don't know. I'm just still on the fence about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're staying at Jerry's house, but he's not coming to the event or the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna sit that one out. But yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It was a blast last year, uh, and we're trying to do it bigger and better this year. Um, trying to. I think we sold 89 tickets last year. We're trying to get to 150. That's the goal. Fingers crossed. We still got time. I'll be reaching out to some of you guys that have been asking me about it uh, this next week. So be looking for that. If not, if you want the information, it is the pinned tweet on our Twitter at OKC Top of Thunder. If you're not following that, go ahead and follow it while you're there. Our own Matt Tierney has been killing it on the socials recently. He's been uh, live tweeting, tweeting out clips. And uh, more recently, he started clipping uh, clips from our video clips from our podcast. So uh, go ahead and follow at OKC Top Thunder while you're there. And while we're at it, go ahead and find us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review and a positive rating. We'd appreciate that as well. Uh, I think I've done all the promos that I could do, fellas. Um, do you have I'm anything else out. you want to add? You can always check our website, OKCTopicThunder.com to see our assets, to see uh, the schedule, to see player salary, things like that, our game previews. It's all you there. Can, uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans from there also. There we go. <laughs> the, yeah. the Thunder assets, not not our uh, our personal assets. Oh. Yeah, no. Oh. Yeah, so sorry to this point. Well, except for Jerry's, if his OnlyFans is there. So, yeah. Um, J- Jerry, I'm sorry. It was, a, it was a sad time to have you return to the I pod, know. but it was good to see your face and hear your voice. Well. I, I appreciate that. I hope everybody else thinks that also. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I can't wait. We got a lot of cool stuff coming on. I just can't wait. For sure, for sure. Oh, Minnie Mouse is uh, saying goodbye. Uh, yeah, guys. I mean, brighter days are ahead for the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, keep it here with us. We will be having a post game pod on Sunday. Whether it's me, whether it's Alex, whether it's Tyranny, or 
whether we outsource it to somebody else, we will have a post game <laughs> podcast um, through Hell High Water. On our on our Twitter, just go ahead and leave your credentials, and we might just go ahead and call you up for that game and have you yeah. do the post game. Send podcast. a video interview. <laughs> Screw it, no. Let's just post it on Fiverr and ask somebody to to do it for us. See how much oh, they charge us. Fiverr, you never heard of that? No, what yeah, is I don't that? Know that is hey. Either. Fiverr, go ahead. Uh, if you hear this, just go ahead and hire us and sponsor us since I'm plugging you right now. So Fiverr is an app that you can jump on our website. You can ask and like who's our website? A website. Oh, a website. Yeah. So you can either like post a skill that you have and people will look for you and your expertise or like go through your portfolio or whatever and pay you to do small little odd jobs just right there online. Or uh, you can just search for right? it. Uh, that sounds like a porn site. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> but Fiverr is like pretty cool, I mean, man. Like you, you could jump on there and be like, I mean, hey, I Fiverr, need pull- Fiverr sounds kind of porn starish, also because you could be like, hey, these are my skills. Oh, you God. want some? No, no, like, no, no, no. It's that's definitely the jackrabbit. That sounds <laughs> porny, <laughs> porny as ever. Why'd you have to say the jackrabbit? That's not what I said. <laughs> All right, this is how we cope, Thunder fans. So, um, <laughs> it, it, if you cope like this too, send us your video submission. <laughs> we might outsource you for your post game pod. So, uh, with that being said, on, I hope everybody has a yeah. <laughs> plug us. Have a right. great night. God bless you, jackrabbit. When you can, Poop when you can, and as always, thunder up, thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder Podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! It wasn't even turnovers. We shored that up. Yeah, it was rebounds. Offensive rebounds killed us. Well, I mean, they they, 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 they hit six more three-pointers than us. Yeah. And they were bat-breaking three-pointers, too. Mm-hmm. Like, every time we, we – every time Well, a, we lot of them, a lot of them came off of offensive rebound, though. Yeah. Three of them came off of the same run. And mm-hmm. I love Jalen Williams, but – Two, at least two of those were like his man, just like wide open. That's well, like no, it's no, it's the fucking scheme that we ran. It was absolute shit. Just back off the goddamn ball. Everybody else quit trying to face guard underneath the basket. Just run a zone against them and make you shoot, mm-hmm. you know, shoot out of it. But instead, yeah. we kept on just running straight man. And like we know, Sabonis does not want that shot. He just does not want that shot. That's not his shot right there at the top of the key. If he takes it, fucking live with it. He's not going to be able to rebound it or tip it or anything else. Like that. And then when you got Alex Lynn just fucking literally just playing volleyball out there. Spiking backwards. One of, I, that's proof. Alex Lynn is proof that all you have to be is over seven foot and you can make it in the NBA because he is absolutely fucking terrible um, mm. at basketball. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a rough day because I uh, well, I had a couple bets in, but one of them in, I had Lidor as the first uh, field goal scored just because like, I had to put it in that $10 bet so I get a $50 bonus bet, and I wanted it to settle quick so I could use it. And uh, yeah, Sabonis got the first one, which I would have won like $5 if Sabonis got it. Or if I bet Sabonis, but... All right, yeah, so, uh, oh, we do have another, yeah, sorry, Alex sent me an ad reader earlier, so I'll do that while we're on here. And, yeah, we don't got to talk about anything else. We can just talk about this game and and yeah. cut it out. It's late. We're we're pissed off. Let's, yeah. Our West Coaster isn't coming on bit. today. Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. cranky as shit. I've been up since five o'clock this morning for no reason. The time. Hey, me changed. too, because your five o'clock is my six o'clock. Yeah. No. Stupid all time right. change. All right. Uh, all right. Here we go.
The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with desktop. Mother frick. I bit my tongue earlier, so I can't talk right. Take two. <coughs> Take three. The last of the major. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take four. The last of the major sports. God, I forgot to say pro. All right. Wow. This is this is rare form. Do you want me to read it this time? You know what? Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> Give me one. All right. Here we go. Got to find it. Got to find it. Be prepared. Here we go. Take six and action. All right. The last of the major sports. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> The last, hold on. the last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go out. Ah, oh, go to ready to go is what? God damn, shit. English, fucking damn. Just throw some fucking Spanish in there. Fuck it. Like, make it sound like some, turn it into uh, some Ricky Ricardo shit, just where you like, you, you mix it up. All right. All right. Oh my God. Hold on. Let me, let me enlarge this. Sh- okay, there we go. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. God. I knew it was coming. <laughs> All right. That's also Three, what she said. Two, one. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All of the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the head to the bet online today and remember to use your promo code believe B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Man, you tried so no, no. He fucking slowed that down to like half speed, fucking damn, just to not fuck that up. No, no, no. I did that for the for the. I did that for the sole purpose of when I listen to it on one point five percent, it'll sound just right, (laughs) or one point one point five times. See, I like I like playing myself at one point five, and I just sound like an auctioneer, like a madman, just going ham. It's very fun. All right, we'll, uh, we'll we'll count it. We'll count it. Nah, you don't have to. You can do it afterwards. All right, this is my last try. This is this is it. This is my fail safe. If it doesn't go through, then we're just Dylan. not getting paid for this month. God damn it! That one was <laughs> Jerry. great. Jerry, there was a mess up. We demand excellence in our ad reads. We got this. Here we go. Take I believe seventeen. Sixty nine. Take. Take 69. Nice. nice. And I got solely looking at me. Yeah. And that was still terrible, but let's go. Excuse me. <laughs> I did not mess up one time, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.